Restaurant Unstoppable, episode 63. Welcome to RestaurantUnstoppable.com. Listen to successful restaurant professionals as they discuss the tools, tactics, and services they use to better lead, manage, and market their restaurants. Join our community and make your restaurant dreams unstoppable. Here's your host, Eric Cacciatore. Yo, what's going on, all you unstoppable restaurant professionals? It's me, Eric Cacciatore. Yes, it's just like the chicken, and it's not a stage name. I'm here to ask the questions and gather the stories of the industry's most successful restaurateurs, executive chefs, GMs, and any other kind of restaurant professional that can help us with our own restaurant dreams and getting to that goal to be unstoppable. Um, We have a great show for you today. I can't wait to hit play, but I just want to give you a heads up to some of the changes we're making here at Restaurant Unstoppable. Um, I'm learning as I go and I'm getting better and better and pushing myself to be the best interviewer I can be. And um, some of the things I've realized that the questions I ask, um, they don't necessarily, uh, they aren't suited for all of my guests. So the first half of the show you'll notice is going to be a little bit more freestyle going forward. Um, I really want to pull back the layers of what makes our guests unique and special and get the most out of them. And um, it's going to be shorter. The first, you know, the first section of the show is going to be shorter. And what that's going to do is it's going to allow us to really dive into those specific questions, the knowledge bombs that will all you know, help us, these little pieces of knowledge and tips from the industry greats that will help us all with our restaurant dreams and becoming unstoppable. Um, I'm here to serve you, like I said, and I'm always here to push myself. I will be the best audio resource for any restaurant professional. Mark my words, that's my goal. That's what I'm here to do. And I'm loving every lesson I'm learning. I hope you two are enjoying these lessons. Um, They're invaluable and it will make you and your restaurant extremely successful. All you have to do is listen along and take the advice and act on their advice. Um, Great things will happen. Here's today's show. I hope you enjoy it. With excitement, allow me to introduce to you today's guest, Donald Burns. Donald, how are you today? I am excellent, Eric. How are you? (laughs) I'm great. Are you ready to drop some restaurant bombs of knowledge? I am ready. Awesome. I cannot wait. So I'm just going to give a quick introduction and then pass it over to you to further elaborate. Uh, Donald comes from a long line of restaurant professionals. His four years of military experience, marketing degree, and years of running successful restaurants makes him what he is today, the restaurant coach. Donald is a leading authority, author, and international coach on how restaurant owners and operators and culinary professionals go from good to becoming exceptional. He helps independent operators create organizations that thrive and bring out their workers' natural strengths to reach their peak potential. That's just a brief introduction, Donald. Why don't you uh, kind of take us deeper and and talk to us about how you got into this industry and how you got to where you are today? Well, my father was a chef, actually. He was an amazing chef. He was very old school. He was uh, more of the, you know, hell on wheels type of chef, the Gordon Ramsay of his day, I guess. And uh, I apprenticed with him when I was in high school. And at the time, I definitely thought, you know, I didn't want to really do this. You know, he, he one time, it, once he told me, you know, it's in your blood. And I was like, I want a transfusion. <laughs> I want to do this. You know, oh, but, great. you know, I, I went into the military. 
Um, I went into pararescue, very, very special operations teams, taught me a lot about teamwork. And also, uh, one of my favorite quotes is from Winston Churchill, is when you're going through hell, keep going. And that's really got me through that part of my life. And then when I went to college, I always got jobs in in restaurants because I had experience. And then I just started thinking, you know, I I really like this, actually. I mean, I feel like I had a natural kind of knack for it. I love the energy. I love the excitement of the line. I love the excitement of of restaurants. I love the hospitality aspect of it all. And so I started just working with the right restaurants, with the right chefs. And I just basically just grew and grew. And then I opened up my own restaurants. I sold those. I got recruited by Wolfgang Puck, who taught me so much about branding and uh, just about hiring the right people. And then I just basically, I worked for him for, a, for five years, and then I started my own consulting company. And now that consulting model has basically transformed and grown into more of a coaching model. And that's what I do now. Awesome. Uh, great uh, story. Uh, I mean, we really got the big picture. I really appreciate that. So uh, I like to start every episode off um, after we get to know you with a success quote or mantra. Uh, what do you have for us today? My mantra is uh, basically, and this is the way I use it, and, and you can ask anybody who knows me, this is how I kind of run my life, and it's from Mario Andretti. If everything seems under control, you're just not going fast enough. <laughs> I love that quote, and I, I think I've heard that one before in the show, but it's so true. Um, if you're not really pushing yourself, if you're not losing control, you're, you're not pushing yourself hard enough. You have to That's be it. on that edge of constantly pushing yourself to, like, you're so stressed out that you can't handle anymore, and that's how you that's how you beat everybody else. Um, that's how so, you grow. <laughs> exactly. So that's a great uh, motivational quote there. Thank you for sharing it. Um, let's talk about you. Uh, what is your it factor? What personal qualities do you possess that you think contribute to your success and your past restaurant successes? I think my success has always been, well, number one is I, I'm dedicated to the, to the concept of what the Japanese call Kaizen, which is constant, never-ending improvement. I'm always trying to improve myself. I always think I can be better. I always think I can push it a little bit farther. That and my number two biggest success in my life is that I surround myself with very, very good people. I mean, my teams and my restaurants have always been high caliber, high quality, and I'm very slow to hire and I'm quick to fire. If I don't think they're going to make it and stuff like that, I mean, you know, I just it's not a good fit. I just let them go. But I'm also really big on when I do find the right person. I kind of think that the restaurant industry hiring is a lot like it's like mining for gold. You got to dig through a lot of dirt to find the gold nuggets. But when you find a gold nugget, treat it for what it is. It's gold. Absolutely. And it's just so important. Um, you know, like you say, and I love that quote or not that quote, but that uh, Japanese um saying uh, kaizen i've used it before and it's so true um just because things aren't broken doesn't mean you can't fix them if there's a way to do it better do it better and don't get set in the old ways because things are constantly changing the industry is improving technologies are improving you can be better and you have to push yourself so thank you um, for pointing that out and making that point talk to us a little bit about how your it factor bring us to a time um, where these qualities that you possess uh helped you with something or um just give us a story uh how do you apply these it factors in your life? Well, Kaizen's a, a, basically, it's one of my core values. And I think it's very important, I think, for everyone to understand what your core values are, what you stand for, and what you are, and who you are. Because if you don't really know who you are, you kind of have, you don't really have an, an identity. And identity is ourself, and it's really, it's important. And, you know, some of the core values I have, I use those core values like Kaizen, integrity, positive, 
I use those integrity, those those core values, into my life, and also they spill into my work. And I use that when I'm working with with clients and with restaurants to help them understand that you know knowing who you are is very important. So my biggest is factor is is really the basis is understanding your core values, know who you are, know what you stand for, and then be that. And don't let other people sway you. Brand identity is so important in restaurant industry, and so people they get more you know brand confusion. They 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 start out with a great idea when they're opening their place, and then along the way you know maybe business doesn't go the way they want, and they kind of dilute the brand or they dilute their core values, and they become something they're not. And a lot I would say the majority of what I do with restaurants is rebranding, getting them back to ground zero to what they were originally, and that just comes down to core values, understanding who you are, and really what you stand for. And when you understand that, it's a foundation that drives your whole life. Awesome. Tell us about a time you helped one of your clients. Uh, bring us to the moment where you helped your client find out who they were, help them define that their inner self. Um, and what were the what came of this? Well, there's a restaurant actually in Albuquerque that I did a long term uh, rebranding with, and they they have been open for a long, long time, thirty years. I mean, been around forever. I mean, and over the years, the menu just kind of got convoluted. It really expanded into one of those mega menus, the six-page monstrosity. I mean, it had a little bit of everything on there. It had some Greek on there, and they had, you know, of course, they had some Mexican food. They had some Asian food. They were were all all over the place. And when they started in the 70s, they were like the – the reason they opened the place was they they wanted a steakhouse. Okay. And they were like, and so basically I said, you know what we need to do? We need to get back to basics. And then we just rebranded and we we went back to what their original tagline was. They are the original Old Town Steakhouse. And we went back to basics. We put on, we designed a really cool, you know, concise menu that focused on some signature steaks. Also, in you know, a little bit of New Mexico uh, influence from you know the area. And we really dialed it in, and we got them back on track. And, you know, when, when they basically – when the owners would start saying, well, I think we need to go – we need to add this or add this, I was like, no, remember who you are. Remember what your brand is. Stay on track. Stay on target. you got to have conviction. That's a core value that you got to have. you got to have conviction. you got to believe in your brand when no one else does. Because if you don't believe in your brand, how do you expect your your customers to? Once they took your advice and they started going back to their original brand and who they Mm -hmm. were and they had their identity, how did things start to change for for them? What was the end result? Well, just like anything, it was a slow slow turnaround. All all those things are really slow to start. And a lot of people get a little frustrated and maybe a little – I mean, they kind of lose enthusiasm when they don't see the results as fast as they want. Nothing ever turns around as fast as you want it to. Nothing Mm -hmm. ever happens. Nothing. And so it was slow at first, but then it started gaining momentum. We started seeing a lot more positive influence, a lot more the customer flow started moving up again. And then they started getting a lot more requests for private dining. And then we also started getting a request for catering. And then it just, it just really started to take off. We did, we did the website. We, did, we got really a nice brand identity, consistent branding in all their social media, on Facebook, on Twitter, on Pinterest, on Instagram. And that basically, it really snowballed. It started slow, but once they, and now they're just you're doing like they did when they first opened, huge volume, you know, constant positive reviews on all the great, you know, the websites, you know, TripAdvisor, Yelp. They get great reviews all the time, and it's really it's that's from turning around and coming back to your getting your core again, mm-hmm. and then staying with it. And they really have stuck with it, and I'm really proud of them. First, you know, I've been gone for a couple of years now, but they still have the exact same menu that I help them develop, and they're still really solid on their brand. So, 
Really quickly, Donald, what's the first step to getting back to your core identity? Well, the first thing I always do in my restaurant coaching, my, my first module, I take them through is core values. I take them through a core value exercise. And we just basically, we get back to who they are, what they want to be, and what they want to stand for. You got to know who you are, and you know? One thing I just want to add, you have to write it down. You have to commit you it to writing. You have to. So you have to write it down. It's so important. That's what, yeah, my exercise, I mean, you can go to my website and download the the core values exercise off my website, and uh, it's, it's a written thing, and I have them highlight. And first thing to do is they take the list. It's like a hundred something different values they go through and they highlight in one color just highlight all the ones that kind of mean something to you and then go back through let it sit for a couple of days and then go back through and now use a different color highlighter and put a little dot next to the ones that are really important to you and those become your like your essential core values that you really you hone into i, I have my core values list on my phone i read it every morning and I also read it if I'm facing, a, you know, some kind of problem or just a, something that's kind of requires me to be focused. I always read my core values list to make sure I'm, I'm really in tune with who I am. That's such great advice. You have to reset yourself. You have to remind yourself what you're doing and why you work so hard. And like you said, when things are so tough, like Winston Churchill, you quoted Winston Churchill, just keep on going. When you're going through hell, you just keep to. on going. And those people, if you're true to yourself, the people that resonate with you will come to you and become loyal to you. Uh, but it's an uphill battle that you, sh- you just have to keep on going. So thank you for yep. sharing all of that, Donald. Um, the next question I have for you, Donald, is on the topic of one of your challenges, or maybe it was a failure you experienced as a restaurant professional. Bring us down to the moment. Tell us the story of a challenge or a failure you experienced. Well, when I opened my first restaurant, I mean, I, 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 was, I, I always felt I was a pretty good chef. And I thought, you know, I, I can open a restaurant. I can run a restaurant. No problem. Easy. You know, what is it? It's not that much. And then I opened the restaurant, and I, I thought I'd open the door, and people would just be coming in, throwing money at me. And it wasn't like that. I didn't know how to run a business. And there's a big thing between running, you know, being a chef, running a kitchen, or even running a restaurant to running a business. And it's a different sets of skills that a lot of people don't understand that you need to have. I mean, you have to understand marketing, you know, there's business development, there's, uh, you know, you have to understand public relations. And I didn't have a lot of those skill sets. So when I first opened, I had a huge learning curve. And I'm so thankful for your podcast. You're going to help a lot of restaurant tours and, and opening and people, you know, trying to get into the restaurant business. You're going to help them kind of take the shortcut well, because <laughs> when, uh, when I opened my first restaurant back in the nineties, a long time ago, um, you know, there was nothing like that. And so I basically did like you're doing. I called everybody who owned a restaurant, anybody who worked, you know, who had a successful business. And I asked them questions, asked them questions, and I used modeling. I took the best examples from everything and I plugged it in and I turned that thing around. I was, you know, losing money i wasn't making any you know, i was i was really on the verge and then i turned that thing around i got up up before i needed to i sold it and then i had a plan and a formula and then i opened up a bigger place and i got that up to like 2.2 million boom you know like that wow and but, but once you have once you have a system and a plan it's easy but you know the, the biggest thing i would say is and the problem i see with a lot of restaurant owners is when you're when you're having troubles don't don't be afraid to ask for help Mm-hmm. Don't let your ego and your pride take you down and take your restaurant down. You know, there are people out there that are willing to help you. You know, your your podcast, your website, your blog. I mean, there's places out there that you can get you can get help that and people aren't going to, you know, not going to 
talk down to you. They're going to help you. They want. I want to see people succeed. That's my biggest thrill in life is seeing people make their dreams come true. You know, I just happen to work in the restaurant industry. So yeah, incredible advice. Thanks for sharing that story. Um, are you ready? to drop some restaurant bombs of knowledge. This is what we like to call knowledge bombs. <laughs> Bring it. All right. Um, so this is just kind of like going to be a little faster pace. I'm going to ask the questions. Try to keep it below a minute for each response. Um, and okay. we are just going to take away so much, I have a feeling. So the first question I have for you, Donald, is what advice do you have for funding or for you know getting the funds to start a restaurant? Have a solid plan. You got to have a really solid business plan. You got to know your numbers. You have to have a well thought out, detailed concept. Again, brand identity and menu are the foundation for a restaurant concept. I've I've seen so many people come in and they don't even have a menu for their place. They just want I want to open a restaurant, but you know it's like why? Well, what's your funding? You know what's your what's your P and L? What's your profit loss? Have a solid business plan. If you don't know how to do the business plan, get someone to help you. Yeah, and I'm sure your your background um, with marketing and having that other side of the not just the culinary but the the business side helps so much too. So um, the next question I have for you, Donald, uh, what advice do you have for someone looking to hire good people? Um, hiring good people is the best thing. I mean, that, that makes or breaks you. And uh, I always I always do a couple things. Um, I always do, you know, of course, the traditional resume interview is always great. But then I also do, I do a behavioral survey, too, especially for key players in my industry, in my restaurant. I need to, I want to understand what makes them tick. So I do a behavioral survey. I use, and I'm edu- I, I'm certified on using what they call the ProScan survey, but there's other ones. You could use DISC. You could use Myers-Briggs. Any of those ones are great, too. But behavioral surveys, they really help you kind of get to what really makes people tick. And the third thing is staging. You know, I like to have someone come in. A resume tells me where you cook, doesn't tell me how you work in the kitchen. So I usually do a stage of some types. I want to see them in action. And I also want to see the dynamic of how, how they are with the other team members. Awesome. Uh, and you mentioned behavioral surveys. Real quick, what behaviors, just bullet point some behaviors we're looking for. Well, there's four basic behavioral traits. There's a dominance, which is your take charge trait, you know, and there's also extroversion, which is your people trait. There's pacer patience, which is basically what it is. It's your pace trait, how you, under, you know, how you handle workflow. And then there's conformity, which is your systems trait. And so just like anything, there's certain areas in my restaurant I need certain behavioral models. You know, I need people, some people I need high conformity systems traits. Some people I need, you know, take charge. Some people I need, you know, more people skills. So when you know the dynamics of what you're looking for for each individual, we tend to look at management. We tend to look at people as either as ourselves. We look, try to look at, we model them after ourselves, which is not always right. Or we're just one dimensional. We think that they should be this. Great. Awesome. Uh, the next question I have for you, Donald, is once you find these good people, what advice do you have for keeping them on your team? Oh, just like I said before, I mean, they're like gold nuggets. When you find them, treat them like gold. Mm-hmm. Treat them good. Treat them with respect. Be appreciative. People, you'd be amazed how far uh, just a simple, you know, thank you. And I made it a point uh, when I had my restaurants, you know, and I when I even do coaching, I make it a point to have the teach the owners and operators that every day, Tell your team thank you. Shake their hands. Tell them I really appreciate the job you did today. Or you know, point out a little of this and that. You know, we always tend to look for the negative, but we never. We a lot of us fail to look for the good. 
if you look for the good and you appreciate them, it's, it goes a long way. I used to buy books for uh, the guys in my my culinary team. I would take uh, you know wait staff out to fine dining restaurants so they could experience fine dining at a higher level, so they understood what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you all know, little things like that. It's all important when when your employees know that you're invested in them, that you care about them, and you're not just there for the paycheck. It, it just says amazing things about you and what you are, and they want to be a part of that kind of atmosphere. So yeah, uh, and having an expert come in and just do some training every once in a while. I, I'm on my way down to Las Cruces, New Mexico, do some workshops with some restaurants and that shows it shows to me the the employ, the staff sees that the employer the owners are invested in having them learn something you got it nice i always say we're going to make these each question one minute that almost never happens and it's always my fault but uh the next question i have for you donald uh what advice do you have for teamwork in getting through the like those heated moments during a rush or just during a hard time you just got to understand, and I learned this through Pararescue, the team, you, you've got to be committed to the team. And the team is about the unit. It's not about the individual. And you've got to make a commitment that, you know, the team is about us together. And together we succeed or together we fail, but we do it as a team. And you've got to have that commitment to, and you've got to find people that understand that. And you've got to preach it. If you're the leader, you've got to preach the team. And you've also got to lead. Mm-hmm. You just can't bark orders from the side, you know. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You're so right. Um, okay, the next question is on a topic you just mentioned not too long ago about some books you share with your staff. Um, so what is one of the best uh, restaurant resources you have, like a book? Um, oh, I love, I mean, I love culinary artistry, the flavor Bible, just for chefs. I also like Lessons in Excellence from Charlie Trotter. Um, I think those are great books. I mean, I also like The Tao of Personal Leadership. That's a great book about just being a better leader. Anything, those, any of those books are awesome. And uh, another great resource for for you know, restaurant owners or leaders or operators or chefs is Audible.com. You can get great books on tape. And when you're driving around, instead of listening to some you know mindless music, put on a book on tape. You know, educate yourself. Kaizen is about self improvement. You know, Donald, I'm so happy you said that. I I have to admit that I I use Audible.com and. Um, it literally has changed my life. I literally, I, I read more than a book a week now and I would never, before that point, I never even finished a book in like a month. And I mean, for me, and I'm kind of a unique spe- you know, circumstance, I'm, I'm dyslexic. So it's hard for me to sit down and get through a book, mm-hmm. but for, for somebody who has to challenge like ADD or dyslexia, there's so much content that's out there and it's so affordable for $10. You can learn from some of the best mentors the industry has to offer. And, um, you, you owe it to yourself to sharpen the sword and to constantly be pushing yourself so thank you so much for mentioning that it's the first time somebody has mentioned it on the show so it's definitely it's a a great investment in yourself you're so you couldn't be more right um pardon the interruption guys but i couldn't think of a more opportune time to redirect you over to www.audibletrial.com slash unstoppable to get your free audiobook today it's a free trial um you have to take this opportunity to experience auto audiobooks and to dive into some of this incredible content that will help you improve your restaurant. There's some great books out there. Uh, Donald, he is a, a restaurant coach and I didn't prompt him. This advice is coming straight from the mouth of a restaurant consultant. So don't take my word for it. Seriously, push yourself, constantly be improving and uh, use the tools that are at your ex- disposal um, in audio or audible.com is one of those tools. Um, so head over there, get your free book today. So the next question I have for you, Donald, what social media tools do you use or do you suggest restaurants using? 
Um, well, you know, social media is such a wide range now, and you got to be on like every channel to, you know, to be able to hit everything. I tend to use, I mean, because I'm on so many different platforms, I use Hootsuite and I use Buffer to schedule my posts. Everyone always says to me, "Boy, you're online all the time." I'm like, "No, I'm not really. I'm like on Sunday, maybe an hour and a half, and I schedule everything for the whole week." So, you know, and restaurants can do that too. They can schedule their posts for the whole week. But you got to have a schedule too. You got to have a system. You got to have a marketing calendar. Like Mondays, we're going to do this. Tuesdays, you know, you got to have a system for it. So, for some of you who aren't familiar with those resources, basically, it's a way to put all of your social media platforms in one spot. So you're cutting down and being more efficient with your work. So you can see what's right. happening. You can schedule your your plans, um, your your planned posts. So you're not having to stop in the middle of dinner service to you know go tweet something. Um, it's all set up and ready to go. It's a great tool. Thank you for sharing that, Donald. Um, all right, uh, which marketing efforts do you get the best results with uh today's market i mean i get the I, I see the best results with social media i think some of the traditional stuff like print advertisements radio they're kind of dying out because you know there's so much you know streaming music and stuff like that people don't really listen to radio too often you know tv you know most people they tivo stuff so they you know fast forward through the commercials i think social media gets the best um you know, and you're doing social media smart, using pictures, uh, using call to actions, responding to positive, you know, positive comments on Yelp saying thank you so much for stopping by. Those are all great tools, and I think they get the most bang for the buck nowadays, which you don't have to have a lot of money invested in social media now. So. Yep. Here I go, uh, you know, digging a little deeper, and I'm sure we're going to go over a minute with this, but I have to know, because you are extremely knowledgeable on the topic, um, what is your view on outsourcing social media to somebody else? That's really good. It's a good. That's a great question, and it's also it's very important um, when you do try to find someone. Make sure you do some background checks on them. Make sure that you know they definitely know what they're doing. I mean, a lot of people today say they're social media, you know, experts, and uh, you know they'll charge you some money and they just basically put up a few posts. Make sure that they understand your vision and what you really want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. What really has me concerned about. Uh, outsourcing your social media is these people who are outsourcing to the, one of the things that makes you successful with social media is being authentic and being yourself. So when you try to have a quick fix and outsource this service to somebody, are they really representing you in your authenticity? Right. Um, so that's why I'm really kind of weird. when people ask me about it, I like, you know, if, um, Unless you're like a franchise, and um, right. I just well, it's, it's, it's like you said, it's important that you've got to really interview them, and you got to get to know their personality, and make mm-hmm. sure they understand your your concept and what you're trying to accomplish. Like you said, it's so many people nowadays. Oh yeah, I'll take care of your social media for you, and all they're doing is just saying, you know, today's lunch special is three ninety nine. Please come by, and you know that's all they're doing. They're not really interacting with customers and that's what social media is about about being social exactly so when i interview when i try to set someone up with a social media you know outsourcing person i I, I basically i do a really kind of in-depth interview and i have them come to the restaurant and here's the number one question you ask them is like have you eaten at my restaurant before if they say no why do you want to write social media for him? You don't even know anything about me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it's all really great advice. And maybe I'll dive a little bit deeper into this topic uh, on a authority Thursday, one of my episodes I do on Thursday, but thank you for uh, helping us kind of pick through that and uh, all good advice. Make sure you know who it is on the other side before you just give somebody money to represent you in your restaurant. Um, Definitely. How important are new technologies in your restaurant? Um, are there any technologies that you think are worth our investments. Can you give us a completely objective review on a new service or technology that's in the industry right now? Um, I mean, it changes so fast. 
I just, I mean, the biggest thing, I think that most, you know, majority of restaurant owners, they just got to get up to speed with the, even just the basic stuff. They got to be online. You got to have a website. Mm-hmm. You got to have a mobile, you got to have your website mobile compatible. You got to be, you know, listed on, you know, Yelp, TripAdvisor. You got those are just the basic things. I mean, there's all kinds of great social media, great, you know, technology platforms out there. There's some really cool up and coming stuff, but the majority of people, uh, they, they, they need to catch up to speed on the basic stuff. You got to have a website. Yeah. What? You know? Are there any services that exist that you would suggest somebody using uh, to getting set up? Um, oh, there's so many out there. I like. I prefer the WordPress platform myself. I mean, I know GoDaddy does some stuff like that. I mean, I use GoDaddy for a lot of my for my hosting and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But I, I tend to. I, I basically taught myself how to design my own website. Mm-hmm. No, it's, because it's, I couldn't find someone who could do it for me. Yeah, the way I wanted it. Um, the, the thing that's really interesting today, we in the in the past we used to spend so much money on our website, but the truth is, technology has come so far in the past like five years that it's so intuitive to do it on your own. And uh, there's some great services that can help you that exist. Oh, yeah. uh, Buzz Appetites, one that's coming up. Um, oh, that's the next one. Yeah, she's great. She really knows what she's doing. She has some great advice there. And if you need a little help, somebody holding your hand, another one that I've recently discovered is a restaurant engine. And uh, what they do is they'll build it for you, but then they teach you how to do it so you can become self you know, efficient. I love their stuff too. Yeah, so there's some great sources out there. Um, I'm always looking to learn more. So if you know of any, let us know. We'll share it with our audience. Um, all right, great. The next question I have for you, Donald, is uh, what is your best business advice for somebody getting started in the industry? Best, make sure you know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. <laughs> make sure it's a passion, you know, and make sure you're committed to it. It's definitely, it, it could be a very trying industry, uh, but it can also be very rewarding too. Mm-hmm. On both, you know, it's kind of a double-edged sword. It, everything that's great that's happened in my life has come from the restaurant industry. Awesome. Um, yeah, you know, you have to know, like, can you see yourself doing anything else? That's kind of the question I yeah, ask myself. That's it. You know, and, and, you know, passion is going to get you up in the morning and get you there at 5 in the morning when no one else wants to show up. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. You know, and passion is going to keep you there all night and stuff like that. And then, again, surround yourself with great people so that you don't have to be a slave to your business and that you can work on your business, not so much in your business. Great advice. What is one question you think should have been added to this interview to provide more value? Uh, you know, I think you did an excellent job. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. If you can think of anything uh, or just maybe one last piece of advice that you have. Just the biggest thing is don't be, don't be afraid to grow and don't be afraid to ask for help. You know, the biggest thing I think we find in this industry is that ego and pride tends to consume a lot of people. You know, don't don't be too afraid to ask for some help and ask for advice. And um, you know, I know I know some incredible, incredible, super talented chefs that um, you know they struggle with the business side of it, and they could be really super successful if they just would step aside from that ego and just uh, just say, hey, you know what? I just need a little help on understanding this. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that last piece of advice. And this is where we wrap it up, Donald. Um, who is one restaurant professional you admire and respect and believe would make an incredible addition to the show? Uh, well, if you could get Wolfgang Puck on there. but <laughs> <laughs> I can't make any promises. Maybe someday. Um, but um, there's, there's, a, there's, a, well, there's a, some great people uh, in Santa Fe, uh, Rocky Durham at the Santa Fe Culinary Academy. He's doing some great things with a restaurant, with a culinary education. 
he's basically he's just started a new uh, school uh, in Santa Fe, New Mexico, and he has some really unique approaches. Uh, one of the things is that, of course, you know, in this industry, there's huge stress, and sometimes the way that people in this industry deal with stress is, of course, through the use of alcohol and things like that. So mm-hmm. he was smart and proactive, and he actually – in part of the curriculum, they, they have a, a yoga for chefs class. They teach chefs how to do yoga and how to relieve some stress. And it's, I thought it was pretty – it's pretty it's pretty cutting-edge stuff. Awesome. I'll have to look into that. Maybe we can get him on the show and he can talk to us oh, yeah, about – Oh, yeah, love it. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much for sharing uh, that additional resource. I hope we can do something and get him here because I think that would be a great resource for us. Um, all right, the last thing I let you do is give yourself a pitch – um, maybe let us know how we can connect with you if we want your services. I mean, you gave us some incredible advice today. Um, I'm sold. I think you know what you're talking about. Uh, so let's uh, let everybody know how we can connect with you. Well, my basic thing is, you know, all business problems are really people problems in disguise. And you know, don't be afraid to get out there and ask for help. Um, coaching uh, is a fantastic way to kind of really it's an affordable way to help your restaurant grow and help you grow and you can find me i'm all over social media um donald burns i'm on twitter on instagram pinterest my website is donaldburns.net i'm on linkedin and don't be afraid to reach out and if you have a question um you know drop me an email at db at donaldburns.net i'd be more than happy to answer any questions you have and if somebody wants to give me a call uh, feel free to give me a call, and uh, you can go through my website and set up a, a free uh, initial consultation call, and we can just see if uh, what your issues are and and how I can help you. And if I can't help you, I've got plenty of friends and resources in the industry that can help you. Awesome. And I will have all of these contact points in the show notes. Just head over to www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash 63 and you can find everything that you need that we just talked about uh, including the products and services uh, that were mentioned if you want to learn more about those and uh, let me applaud you donald thank you so much for taking the time to speak with people like me who just want to learn and uh constantly push themselves and uh what's the japanese saying again kaizen you got it and we couldn't do it without people like you trying to help us and to get us to the next level so well um, thank you so much i mean you're you're a great resource in today's market for people that are really trying to to make a you know improvement in their restaurant and their lifestyle. So, thank you very much. So it was a pleasure. I'll be sure to keep in touch, and the best of luck with everything. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> Don't you just love it when we get an episode that's just jam packed of actionable, invaluable advice? Donald, man, you rocked. Thank you so much for taking the time to be a guest on my show and to pay it forward to the next generation of restaurant professionals. Um, you had just some incredible advice. And like always, I like to debrief and just kind of recap on all the highlights of the show. Uh, what really stuck out to me today and what I think was just invaluable uh, was his suggestions to always be pushing yourself. He quotes Mario Andretti, uh, if you're if you have control, you're not going fast enough. Um, you, you have to be always pushing yourself to the limit so that you're constantly improving. Don't get comfortable. Don't sit fat, thumb, and happy. Push yourself. Learn what you can. 
Uh, listen to podcasts like this. Listen to books. Read books. Um, you just constantly have to be, uh, like he says, Kaizen, uh, always be improving. And uh, that's just great, great advice. Um, I really like how he touched upon how important it is to have your core values identified. Uh, a lot of people, that get into this industry and they start chasing trends and they don't stay true to themselves. And you're, what makes you unique is you. There can only be one you. And that's how you have to capitalize on what it is that sets you apart and what your passions are, what your strengths are, and uh, just be true to yourself and stick to that original vision of what you wanted to create in the first place. Uh, He also gives some great advice about social media. Um, If you are looking to outsource your social media, make sure you do your homework and you don't let just any jabroni represent you in your restaurant. You worked hard to build that identity and you can't just let anybody uh, try to represent you. So really be careful with that. Also, he is one of my first guests to outside of me always, man. It's more easy today to absorb content than ever before. Uh, you can listen to books, some of the, the greatest books the industry has to offer, simply by hitting play. You can do it while you're at work, prepping for the day, driving to work, at the gym, walking the dog. But you owe it to yourself, like he says, to to develop on who you are and to build your strengths and to build your knowledge. And um, like I said, just go over to www.audibletrial.com slash unstoppable and you can get your free audio book today. And I have to tell you, you'd be helping me out too because they are an affiliate of mine. I wholeheartedly believe in their service and the power of audiobooks. Um, and if you use my links, I will get a little piece of the pie at no extra cost to you and you'll be helping me uh, deliver this content to you because I have to be honest, I need the help and it all starts with getting the support from people like you. So if you appreciate these podcasts, simply help me out by using my links. That's all you have to do. If there are any products and services that you know caught your attention in the show that you want to learn more about, we talked a little bit about restaurant engines and uh, we also mentioned Buzz Appetite, a great resource for building your own website. And the truth is you can do it on your own today and that's a huge expense that you can just cut. If you just take the time to learn and uh, develop these skills that you'll use eventually if you do open your own restaurant because you have to keep your website fresh. Um, So uh, I'll have the links in the show notes. Just head over to www.restaurantunstoppable.com slash 63. All of the services we mentioned and the books we talk about are right there. You can also find the links to audibletrial.com where you can get your free audiobook today. Uh, That's all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you found some value in today's show. I know I did. And until next time, peace out.